What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. writhing about on the floor there is a quite a bit of uh, a fair amount of writhing <laughs> can you real quick uh while i start talking google who this is it, it sings kiss me deadly all right stand by um also i like to play an offender jazz bass that's pretty cool uh yeah so paul was able to summon the 80s on his tv mistakenly somehow because uh, apparently the channel changed from Rachel Maddow. Lita, Lita Ford. Oh, it's Lita Ford. Okay. I, how did you not know that? Like, I don't know that I because don't, I, don't I don't give know. a shit about do, 80s butt rock and Lita I was Ford. too young. I don't, I don't even know. Uh, all I know is like she sang a duet with Ozzy once and it was kind of cheeseball, but otherwise I don't really know anything about her. Uh, I know that she shouldn't wear leather pants. Uh, it's not good for you. Anyway. Yeah, somehow, folks, uh, Paul's got MTV Classic on the TV, and uh, I'm just really glad that I didn't uh, come of age in the 80s. Yeah. Because I would have 80s, all these horrible memories of dressing like that and big hair. It was not. It wasn't nearly as cool as people think. It was I, cool for Wall Street people. Yeah, I, I never got into this look. I really wish you had. I wish there were pictures of that. As it, did, as it stands, all the pictures I've ever seen of you from the 80s, you look exactly the same as you do now, just a little bit less gray. Well, I uh, oh, I shaved my, almost shaved my hair, head, something. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of worried. You shaved your head and you sent a picture to me. And We, uh, we should like, post the picture on Cartoon Casual because I, I looked at the pile on the floor. You know, I got it all together, yeah. and then I made a comment to you, and it is true. A I'm lot going, less gray than you thought. There is, I'm looking through it. I'm going, there's not really a lot of gray in this hair. Dude, your, your, your hair has gotten darker since you're done with your fight. Has it really? Yeah, dude. I'm no, you, seriously. You de, no, you de-aged yourself. It's 100% possible. Like, I, I grew hair back after me and the X split up back in 09. Now I know my, my, like my the facial cut, hair. Like, facial gets gets uh, gets lighter. It is lighter. My facial hair is lighter. Yeah, 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 for sure. But that happens. It's kind of weird how different parts of your head uh, change color. Yes, differently. But I used to be a raging redhead. I mean, not a raging. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> I, Captain I, Captain, excuse me, Lance Corporal. <laughs> Beavis and oh Butt. shit! They showed Beavis and Butt. Oh god. Okay. I don't know what's going on, I, but you put on, but it's on. I did not put anything it, it's, on. It's on MTV Classic, which I didn't know was. Let's just 80. leave it on, man. Um, no, absolutely, it should stay on. All right. Uh, I kind of want to see what what video comes up next on like on on Classic. Yeah. Because like I could get offended and they're gonna start showing shit from like 1997. I'll be like, this isn't fucking classic. Right. Well, you're even though that was that was 24. It'd be years nice ago. to know what they how they define. You know, they're in a boardroom and they're deciding what's classic or not a boardroom. Necessarily, I think but classic MTV is just MTV that shows music videos because <laughs> 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 they kind of stopped there. Uh, Dude, I remember. I mean, it was what what year did it come out? 1980. Uh, 1980. 80, 1980. Okay. So it was like it, August 8th, 1980 or something. Dude, like it was hard to get to go to a party anywhere, keggers and all that kind of stuff. It's people, you go to people's houses that had cable. You know, because some people didn't have cable. No one, everybody had cable. We, well, were, yeah, we, were, yeah, yeah. we were not early adopters in cable, I can tell you that. So when MTV came on, it was like we were glued to the fucking. 
man, have you seen this music video? You, know, you can imagine if it just came out. The same way that people would gather around a radio, or like I did, yeah, uh, gather around a radio waiting for the song to come on to hit record, to record on oh, the tape. Yeah. People, I, I know people did that with MTV. Yep. I don't remember doing that. Uh, I do remember being stoked when uh, when certain videos came on, and I can say one of the one of the things that I'm very fortunate that I can say this. I saw it was only broadcast, I think, maybe five or six times total on MTV was uh, Prodigy, which is a you know, '90s. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, they 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 kind of started in the '90s. They were like an electronic smack my smack smack my bitch up was uh, was that music video. You know, it's like five, six minutes long. Did you ever see the video? I, I'm sure I have. I don't recall it. I, if you if you didn't watch it on YouTube or something like that, you've probably never seen it. Right. Unless you watched it one of those few times. But it's a, it's really graphic. It's a it's from a it's a point of view kind of perspective of a right. a person who gets up and then brushes teeth, showers, goes out and parties, and like all these different things happen. And then there's a twist at the end. So and it was and but it was like there's nudity and there's vomit and there's drugs and all this other shit. It has everything in it to, that makes it fucking amazing. But I remember uh, my friend told me about it. Who I had this it was weird. It was a weird situation. It was a guy that I uh, a friend that I met in Boy Scouts whose dad got sent overseas as part of his job. So he was living in. France. I think they were in like northern France. Okay. His dad worked on the hovercrafts. Oh. You know, the hovercraft ferry that they goes go back between. And forth. Yeah. Yes. Those big, so big he was one of those. Bitches. He was an engineer on that, oh. which is really weird. So I actually would get phone calls from him every once in a while and talk to him for a bit. And he, he, gave, he told me, he gave me a heads up. He goes, You heard of Prodigy? I'm like, Yeah. Well, I mean, a little bit, like a soundtrack here. I don't really like it. There's no instruments. He's like, No, nah, which is funny now because I love electronic music now. Mm-hmm. But then I wasn't like, Eh. They're like a Nine Inch Nails light. And uh, he's like, you should check out. Get on MTV tonight. There's going to be a premiere on this one show. I've already seen it. I think you're going to love it. And I because he saw all about that. The premieres for MTV, they would always talk about the premiere video of so-and-so. And and everybody, nobody was on the streets. Everybody was inside somewhere. Exactly, exactly. And that's what, like, uh, you know, they, that, and that's how they premiered that video. But it was late at night. It was like 11 o'clock. And I actually snuck downstairs and watched it. Uh, Like, so goofy, so strange that that was something I used to do, but it you know it was just neat. Of course, one of the most badass quintessential songs MTV was, of course, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing, because they're referencing MTV in the video and on in the song. It was course. also uh, one of the first uses of uh, CGI. Okay, it was also I think the the first all CGI, yeah, like clip, like video, and uh, I, that that made it out there because it was there's nothing that was all gener- computer generated all of it 100%. and of course i'm not for the word that they drop in that of course which is you know f- look at them f- faggots on the you know whatever you know yeah he said he said faggot like four times in that right yeah. like, faggot on which you can still hear it on on the radio faggot like owned an airplane that little faggot is a millionaire yeah that kind yeah. Of, anyway and, and what's more annoying than that again i'm not all about that I'm, obviously we all know each yeah other. we know that yeah fine so annoying to listen to that song and have them drop that whatever you know version. They don't have. They just erase the, that whole the, the entire sanitized line. version. Yeah. Oh, like, I can't stand that. Yeah, that's rather. That's kind of. It's kind of annoying, right? Because it, it's it 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 harkens back to uh, remember right after nine eleven, like the list of of a band, like the list of songs that were not allowed to be played on the radio. Yes. After nine eleven, was a little bit much. 
Uh, but then, like, my favorite thing ever is that what, uh, and the guys in the band love this. They is, ate it up. Is this Alice Cooper? I think it is. All right. I think it's Alice Cooper. All right. This is really, really classic. Yeah, that's Alice Cooper. And it's definitely. I mean, look at Honker. Let's, it's either Alice Cooper or a Pelican, one of the two. <laughs> I don't know. The way he's got his makeup on kind of looks like uh, the like the makeup that ladies have been doing lately. So is this Feed My Frankenstein? We're gonna do this all damn night. This could be fun to watch all night, actually. It, it really cool. could be because I could I could totally enjoy that. But I just it, it, it anyway, makes me think when it first came out, MTV, all that stuff. It was like it dominated your life. Yeah, if you were a kid my age, which I was a kid my age. I mean, when you were <laughs> oh, I was looking up when MTV uh, premiered because I thought I thought I had my dates right, like uh, August, like August. Oh, it was August first, nineteen eighty one. Ah. I knew it was in August. Yeah, so August that was right after I graduated uh, high school. Which is, fuck, that's prime age. Jesus Christ. But I, I was actually starting to eat uh, solid food. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Joe. I'm, you're you're more than welcome when within your rights to say, food. fuck you, Joe. <laughs> um, I was probably like having some of that rice cereal. But it was stuff. a big, it was a huge, and it did start to suck. You know, when they started doing that. And then VH1, it's like, okay, who the fuck's going to play videos anymore? I mean, no one's... Right. You know, so anyway, it was a big... It was a big I thing. really liked... There was a... When I had... There was a brief period of time in the past 10 and a half years or so where I've not had cable. There was a brief period of time where I where I was living with Bo and Tyson. They decided... Tyson wanted to watch football, which was hilarious to me, but mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, it was also funny enough. He was a Packers fan, which I thought was funny, too. But that's because his folks are from Wisconsin. So uh, that makes sense. He convinced Bo to either it was cable or satellite or something. I can't remember what it was. It might have been cable. But they had this uh, this station called Palladium. Oh yeah! Holy! I remember shit. that it had high quality videos and stuff. Super high quality, yeah. like concert videos. I forgot all about and, Palladium. And it, but I think it was a BBC owned or a UK owned thing because there was a lot of there's a lot of Coldplay and, and, and a lot and of depending a lot on of, which cable. This is back in my day, but depending on which cable channel or cable company you had or whatever, someone didn't carry play. What the, I went to someone's house and said, "What the fuck channel is this?" Oh, it's Palladium, man. Palladium. What the what the fuck? What do you? What, Why am I missing out? Why on do this? I not know about this? It's a great great station. Yeah. It wasn't carried. That station wasn't carried on every no. you know, cable network or whatever. And it didn't last for like, – we only had it – I mean, we only had that cable for like eight months maybe. Yeah, it was awesome. And the last couple of months we had it, Palladium was dropped. Okay. Like it just – I don't know if it wasn't popular enough or it was too expensive or what, but it was amazing. It was, a, it, it was great to see acts that you might not normally see yeah. on TV. Uh, like there's a, a, a British band called Elbow. You heard of those guys? Nope. One of the greatest live performances I've ever seen. Like they're just they're outstanding, and they're kind of like Muse. Like Muse is big in the states now, yes, yeah. But like they they those guys have been a band since like 1998. Okay, they were selling out stadiums in the mid 2000s. I saw them in 2007 open up for a band in Phoenix, and they weren't even on the bill. Like they weren't on the ticket. They were special guests. Wow, that's and that's how Elbow is. Elbow, you know they they they've. They play O2 Arena. They played Glastonbury. They've they fucking headlined the last year of the Reading Festival. Like they mm-hmm. they're a big fucking deal. Just not here. Nobody's ever heard of them. And it yeah. was actually this girl I dated years ago who lived in Europe for like ten years when she was uh, when she was a kid, and that's her favorite band. So she got me turned on to them, and I they were on Palladium. But yeah, Palladium was just fuck. I'm trying to think of what what killed. 
I know they were trying to get other programming and stuff like that. I guess maybe after the newness of videos wore down after a handful of years, they thought, how are we going to juice up the ratings? So they all these stupid reality shows. But I'm thinking what actually killed, because music videos are still made, but but yeah. it's not like it was. I mean, MTV dominated, man. It was just dominating with all this new music and I new actually, videos were tying. What really killed it? I I watched a video, like an interview with... Um, he was an MTV executive from like the mid '80s to like the mid '90s. He was a higher up at, at MTV, mm-hmm. and it was like it was just him explaining like the the harsh reality of the fact is is that uh, the music videos are what got people hooked into watching the show, watching the state that station, right? Watching MTV, sure. And the they made they're just making more money using intertwining music and other types of entertainment. And then it just slowly devolved. Like it wasn't a it wasn't a decision that was conscious. Like we're we're not making any money with these music videos because that wasn't true. So they're making fuckloads of money. It wasn't anything like that. It was we we're making lots of money. We can make truckloads of money doing other stuff doing too. other stuff too. And then they just slowly kind of phased out the well, music and- portion of it. And that's where you get reality. You know, because they kind of invented reality TV. Yes, they did. And then it was also with the real world. For, for a while it was, yeah, for a while it was uh, commercial free too. And then I remember I believe it was. I think it was. Oh, and wow. and then and then they started you in commercials and whatnot. But yeah, it's reality TV or the real world like you said and then um damn it, there's another thought I had about. Was was MTV uh, originally kind of like HBO? Where you had to pay extra wasn't part yes, of the package. I, I don't think it was part of your regular cable. Package. I could I could see then then not because I, like I someone said, I correct me really if I'm wrong. That. Just certainly you can say uh, that it was or it wasn't. I don't remember that. I have to look that up. We can certainly do that. But the um, guy was going to say about uh, oh oh you know there was a big deal. You know the music news was a big deal. You know because they were you couldn't get music news per se, but they always have the you know, yeah. it would come out every every hour every thirty minutes. It would have a three or four quick little stories on a new album dropping or someone else getting married or singer so-and-so got in a car crash and yep or whatever it was kind of that's where you got your music news kurt loader unless you went to you know billboard magazine or or uh you were also uh, but billboard magazine was news from two weeks ago right rolling stone yeah whatever music news from six weeks ago right like so uh kurt loader and then my personal favorite i still have a crush on her and i swear to god if i saw her in person today i would Probably take her out for a nice steak dinner is Tabitha Soren. If anybody else remembers her, beautiful redhead. Had nice, like, snarky little bite to her. Are you Googling her right now? Tabitha Soren. Tabitha Soren. S-O-R-E-N. Uh, she was amazing. She still is. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing these days, but I mean, maybe she listens. Tabitha, if you're out there, I'm single. You're single. Let's fucking make it happen. Bring Kurt. I don't care. He can watch. Yeah. Hello, good afternoon. Uh, for MTV News, I'm Kurt Loder, and in today's special edition, Joe Feller's non-musician nails non-musician Tabitha Soren. Uh, yeah, that's her. You know, I don't remember her as much as... Oh, now I remember her. Now I, rec- I recognize Christ her. Christ's sake, Paul. Come on, where are you been? I her cheeks. Cheeks? Or, <laughs> I recognize her cheeks. Anyway... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this guy who was an executive. Oh shit, I forgot to tell you. Fucking Missy Elliott dropped a new album today. I haven't got a chance to listen to it, but Missy she hasn't had put out anything new in 13 years. 
holy shit, I'm going to listen to her and uh, uh, Tool. Because new Tool album comes out in it's, seven it's days. A week. Oh, yes. That's about a week. It's a week from today. Stand by. I got, I got to take care of this I'm, I'm touching Hold myself on. right now, Paul, just keep, thinking keep, about just it. Just keep touching yourself. Just keep, you fucking get rid of your, get, be done Hold with the on. text messages. Come Hold on. on. Hold on. It's like a fucking teenage girl sometimes. Oh, what video look we got at, now? Look at Tim's. This is my friend of mine. We're texting back and forth about what we're going to do tomorrow. We're going to sign some work off on his airplane. It's mandate. Got it. Blah, 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 blah. But look, look at the second. I'm not going to read that out loud. But he I on his own, he did this. <laughs> <laughs> they, Ever get the feeling nothing, that so-and-so is really into so-and-so? There's like, nothing more accurate statement than that. That is, a per, that is a perfect way to sum up the person that we're talking about. That is the most accurate. Like, oh, God. Okay, so this is Kiss's video. Oh, God. It's Kiss's video for Rock and Roll All Night, and it's one of the more ridiculous things I've ever seen because it's an accurate portrayal of pretty sure of what backstage life would be like around Kiss because it's mostly half-nude women and alcohol. I... What? Oh. Finish your text so you can come back to us. Oh, welcome back. Welcome back to... That's the... It's okay. Kiss. I, I can't. This I, is Kiss. Rock and roll all night. You guys have to turn around. We don't have a second monitor in here at this point, so I can't just look at Joe and look at above his head. You can just tell by the look of disapproval on my face. Like I yeah. equally, equally hate and love Kiss at the same time. Like I will say that like they they I like their work ethic because yes. I read uh, Gene Simmons' autobiography. So if you ever really want to just. Uh, read nothing but drivel and nonsense and uh and kind of like a, a imagine a book written by the gentleman we were just talking about oh no who's very much into himself imagine a book written about him by right. him for him i that's, i think that's, he's, that's, i think this guy is like. pretty religious too and i'm just trying to think doesn't do you ever actually read like the good book and if, talk about it, narcissism well, and, and not even narcissism because I, I guarantee they didn't discuss narcissism in the bible that's true but I mean, it's gotta it, be. if you're if you're that much into yourself, I think you're kind of an idolater. There you go. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. You're like having any great. I mean, the fact that the guy's a sculptor, he makes sculptions. Uh, yeah. He's a sculptionator. I I need. That, uh, I still need to do the sculpture. You should do a sculpture. You should do a giant Gene Simmons sculpture. Just one giant tongue, or just a big one of his big famous boot. Shoe one boot, one boot shoe boot thing. thing yeah yeah so i like i said equal parts hate and love kiss they have some good songs N undeniably good jamming headbanging party songs that are great they work their asses off yeah which is why they got and that's a lot of effort they, to do that well, fucking make literally bullshit every fucking night two years God. two years from adding a paper to touring band Five years from adding a paper looking for people to start a band to selling out arenas and stadiums Jesus. and shit. Five years. And that's not some marketing shit. Like that you can do Justin Bieber did that with YouTube. No, this isn't marketing. This is this is just them working their balls off. Yes. However, I like fire, I like explosions, but I also feel like they detract from talent. Oh, of course. They, they, it's my father. Eh, I, I don't necessarily believe you go to my the father kiss on this show one, to like, see the fire and explosion. That's part you, of what you do. But also, like, their songs are very singable. 
Yes. But you know what? So are the Dropkick Murphys, one of my favorite bands, top three bands. Rock and roll all night. That's Kiss, not Dropkick Murphys. Just add bagpipes. I'm just kidding. Just add bad bagpipes. That's what Kiss was lacking. Yeah. You know what the people want? They want the people want want bagpipes at the Gene. And that's when Ace Freely was like, "I'm fucking, I'm out. I can't do, I can't do bagpipes. We're doing bagpipes. I will, I will dress up like the Star Child, but I will, I refuse to listen to me." Speaking of that, while on break, I've got to order that instrument I was telling you about yesterday. We're not going to talk about it. I got to order this instrument. Yeah, well, you do need to order that. And, and I, uh, what I want to do, Joe, seriously, is I want to put it in a nice. I'm going to do a nice hand gift. I want to gift it to to a person to or uh, in public in public and have them use this. Something is missing from your performance. Have them right then, like the next song. They should then just make sure you write a part. I think that'd be great. It's don't fucking you think? funny as hell. Do you remember a band called Kicks? K I X. No, that's good. Neither does anybody else, but they're fucking playing them. Uh, th- and I figured more, out more hair. It's more hair, more Aquanet. This is the Aquanet Hour on MTV Classic. Uh, speaking of music, I went somewhere on uh, this uh, a few days ago. Oh yeah, you did. I saw the undisputed king of intergalactic funk, George Clinton, and Parliament Funkadelic. How long was the uh, show? Their show? Did they have an opener? Their get, yeah, they had three openers. Oh shit! They had one opener. I, I honestly, Jeremiah and I just really. Did, did you see them all? The we didn't, I didn't see the. I only saw about the last, probably forty five seconds of the of the one open the first opener. Okay, Miss Velvet and the something or other, but I could hear them from the little bar area that's off the side of the Brooklyn. Did Bowl. they sound okay? They sounded amazing. Okay, George Clinton wouldn't take a sub like a substandard sure. any. And then you saw the tour. second second band. The second band has two uh, like people like Aaron Neville's kids. Okay. In uh, it, the band is called Dumpsta Funk, and Dumpsta Funk has twin lead bass guitars, twin six-string bass guitars, and I was like, "What the fuck? What the it's funk? Like, what the funk? What the funk?" <laughs> Seriously, it was like Derek and the Dominoes meets the the OJ's. Like I don't know how that fucking worked, but it did, and it was so so good because those guys were playing like. Uh, harmonic solos back and they were they were or not harmonic solos but they're in unison with each other and no, harmonious no boundaries no, no boundaries borders, bro no borders man no borders bro <laughs> and it was a hell of a spectacle and they but they killed it they're like the musicianship that dumpsta funk had it was brutal and you got so close you, you were like right there i was right up what front. was the venue, I, 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 tell the venue. it's called the brooklyn bowl did you already say that or not yes okay uh, you were on your phone probably um, no doubt <laughs> Which has been cracked for the, the last month. Yeah, I think it's great that Hobo Jesus. used it used it to wipe his ass and somehow cracked it. I think last night I heard Chris just does Paul need a little help? We need his phone fixed. Is he, gonna, um, is he okay? Does he is he doing okay? Like he looks homeless. <laughs> he shaved his head. This looks like a Hari Krishna that doesn't know how to dress. <laughs> I think I've seen him wear that shirt two days in a row. I've seen him wear that shirt four days in a row. <laughs> uh, Paul, your shirt smells like cocaine and not in a good way. Oh, boy, those were the days. Yeah, right. When you're like, man, everything smells <laughs> cocaine great. and vomit. <laughs> this party smells like cocaine and vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean a games party? <laughs> Ain't no party like a games party because a games party don't stop. <laughs> Except it did when you vomited and all over the all, pile of cocaine. All, all over the pile of cocaine. Did it's you no, do that? Were nothing, you one of those there's guys? Nothing worse than getting it all separated. There's nothing worse than some asshole who can't fucking hang. <laughs> you and your fucking Colombian marching powder habit. 
God. Anyway. All right. Back to the barbecue. Back to the barbecue. Barbecue this time, meaning um, uh, the Funkadelic, Funkmaster, Funkadelic. Dr. Funkenstein. By, by Neo, the second group that you saw. Second group was Dumpster Funk. Those guys killed it. They were fucking amazing. I knew they were going to be just because I, the pedigree that those guys have being Neville, yeah. you know, whatever. There was no option but to be good. So yeah. then the next band came on, which I, okay. Were there, I, like, bl- were there black people there? I don't know. It was dark. <laughs> They were black it people was on dark. stage, and right? Because like, they were all the not, Neville brothers. I'm guessing they were still black. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what's the old uh, joke? They're fucking uh, bass play. Oh, God. Def Leppard's photograph. This is. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Welcome to the fucking cock rock. Yes. This is big this. balls, big package. Fucking sorry, Roger, but Def Leppard sucks. I, I never liked Def Leppard. I, I just can't do it. Uh, I realize that they when still... When I was going to Auburn, this song was dominating. It's too bad. Yep. Uh, I'm one of those fortunate people who hadn't heard anything uh, from uh, Def Leppard until Pour Some Sugar On Me. And I shit you not. Like, I I don't think anybody... Like, even my stepdad is like... Like, he likes, you know, 80s uh, butt metal, you know, type stuff. And mm. that's fine. I mean, he's sure. he's in that demographic. It, it just makes sense. I mean, but there were some but good. Even he doesn't. I don't think he, I ever heard him say, "Man, Def Leppard sounds good." Like I don't right. think I've ever heard him say that. So I don't even think he likes him. Sorry, Roger. We still love you. Please keep listening. Uh, I will. I will say as much as I don't like them, I do respect the shit out of them because they still tour and apparently they still kick ass. Actually, I know that's they kick like, ass. They like performed me with Phil Collins. I I respect him and I know he's talented. I don't like him. Yeah, but if I had tickets to go see Phil Collins, would you make time to do that? No. If I got the hotel room and drove us there and you didn't have any work to do that day, would you go see Phil Collins? Would I be required to go to the concert? Wow. Like, can I just sit in and sit? sit I'll just stay in the hotel and watch MTV. The $2 blackjack table and just. The $2. Would you rather sit in the hotel room and watch? You come back four hours later, man, I'm down 24 bucks, Joe. Would you pull? No, you can. I could see you pulling a Stefan. You're like. I want to. I'm going to stay in the hotel rather than watch Phil Collins. I want to watch TV, but only the channel that's like about the hotel. <laughs> I could see you doing that. Anyway, oh, I. But I also uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. I think it was last year. It was a 2018. They were a class, the 2018 class, and they played. They God, fucking. Hope. They fucking killed it. Okay. Like they still. Those guys are like four, five hundred years old. Like they're fucking amazing. Like they. So, but I don't like their music, and I don't care for the fact that they still wear spandex but what's fine whatever okay they earned the right oh and there's the one dude it was i think it was earlier this year actually because roger and i talked about this the one i forget the one guy who's super proud of his body because <laughs> he's ripped mm-hmm. and he's always been like that to his induction ceremony to the rock and roll hall of fame mm-hmm. what does he wear pants suit jacket or trousers and suit jacket that match and no shirt underneath the jacket nice i mean you can't fully expect def leopard to dress up for no. any occasion i just i'm just glad they were able to read their speeches so the uh anyway back to your uh your funk so dumpster funk was amazing and then the next bands truly blew my mind and, and i knew that they would i have to admit something to our listeners and to you although i, I i'm okay admitting it to you because you're not going to beat me up too much over it mm. I, as much as I love 
ska and punk and uh, all three waves of ska like the old stuff from the 50s and 60s and the stuff in the late 70s and early 80s that second wave and the third wave punk ska stuff i love all that stuff i love horns mixed into my rock i love funk rock i love all that stuff but i've never really listened to fishbone are you are you familiar yes, with we, fishbone we, actually we talked about fishbone yeah we did okay yeah i never really listened to him and it really like poor mike the roommate Mailman Mike, I was like, man, I just really, I just really never got into Fishbone, and he just, his eyes got real big. He's like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, yeah, I don't know why. He goes, but you, you like ever all the bands that they like. <laughs> Fishbone, I, I think I told you this yesterday. Fishbone's one of those bands that that they orbit not, around. Or not, well, not a lot of people know about them. They're not really underground, but no, they're. Not enough. There's not a lot of mainstream folks that know about them. They're like, um, but there's bands that will tell you that they either were influenced by or directly ripped them off. The Chili Peppers is the first one that comes to mind. Okay. But there's dozens of bands out there. Like, there, it's where are they from? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. San Francisco, maybe. I, mean, I, I kind of like can, to. Sometimes I like to kind of know these things. Let me let me look it up. Right. Somewhere somebody's screaming like, "You do, fucking do, piece do, of shit." Do, 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 uh. Oh, they're from L.A. And they've been around for uh, 40 years this year. That's why the Chili Peppers probably... uh... They've been around for 40 years now. 40 years? 1979 is when they got together. And I knew that they had been around for a long time. But anyway, like what was great is standing there, like the sound check had been done for Fishbone, standing there by the, um, whatchamacallit, the uh, sound booth in the very back, which... If you're not concerned with being up close to the band, the best place to be in the venue is right by the soundboard. Oh, that's where it all. That's, that's where the. That's where the mute. That's where it is. Exactly. That, but it sounded it, really good it, there. It did that, sound. Re- that yeah. venue is 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 phenomenal. Anyway, I, uh, Johnny and I went there back in uh, March to see uh, Band of Horses, and mm-hmm. they they kicked ass too. Uh, so. I'm standing there just kind of bullshitting with somebody. I don't even remember who I was talking. To. Somebody I ran into some people from from Kingman, and uh, that was cool. Uh, we're standing there talking, and all of a sudden, like I feel something brush my soldier, my shoulder. <laughs> Your soldier brush my soldier. Is that what you call your little yeah. soldier? Yeah, <laughs> came by and brush my soldier shoulder, and I turned and looked, and it was a flag, a giant flag being held by a gentleman wearing the ugliest slash most beautiful suit I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. And I'm like, holy shit, that's Angelo from Fishbone. Because I know I know about Fishbone, and I yeah. know I know the bands they've influenced. I know they've been at Warp tours that I've attended. I know that they've been opening band for acts that I've seen before, but I've never actually seen them. Nor could I name a single Fishbone song, and I am kind of ashamed of that, especially having seen them the other night. And they killed. I'm gonna it. say they're ashamed. You don't need to be ashamed, Joe. It's nothing to be really. Well, it's, maybe not ashamed. I mean, it's not like I'm gonna go home and fucking make myself throw up because right. I didn't fucking you know start crying I'm, and masturbate at the same time. Yeah, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna cut myself a little bit and then I'm gonna jerk off with my a mixture of my own tears and blood. <laughs> Sorry, Portia, for the fact you had to hear that, but Perfect. that's what I'm into. Don't judge yeah. me. Anyway, it keeps going keeps it going. It know? just it keeps me going. It keeps me going. It keeps the soldier happy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That poor soldier, man. He's been through a lot. Soldier. It, past like couple months has been like the Batan Death March. The, for, yeah, the front line. We're talking in the Batan <laughs> Death March. It's like the Batan the, the Batan Death it's March. Like the Maginot my, Line. It's my, just it's fucking World War One. Yeah, it's like just, it only moves like forty five <laughs> degrees left or right. But right. man, I can beat it like hell up up and down. <laughs> 
Ooh, oh, and you know, every once in a while, soldiers like, "Can you please stop?" They're like, "All right, I'll give you leave. You get three days. You get a weekend pass." Is there any it. other part of one's body that can just can't can take you know that much abuse? Uh, and, a vagina. I'm not saying maybe your you body. Well, the, the male I, body. I don't know. I would sure. like a, like in, in, in oh, those two areas. I would yeah. say of the of the two, the two right. toughest portions right. of the human anatomy would right. be the penis and the vagina. Like if you just take your forearm and just start playing with it and just whacking on it and i'm pretty sure it, if i stroke my forearm as much as i your stroke forearm would go, soldier, what the fuck like, are you doing <laughs> it would just i mean stuff my shoe out of my fucking fingertips too you never knew i mean i've never tried i okay we're getting right, this so, is not the jim norton cartoon casual hour okay <laughs> so you, i'm just you, saying you, uh, uh, uh jesus uh, so what's his uh, uh mr fishbone, fishbone angelo uh, moore is his yeah, name angelo, up against so your yeah, shoulder and, so he's and he's holding this flag on this giant flag this big flag on a flagpole and it says fuck racism and in the center of it is uh, uh mr moore is black and so it's like half a fishbone uh and it has no you went to a black show joe and I'm, that's okay well i'm just letting you know that like it's yeah. in context like uh, yeah. gotcha sure um and their logo is a fish bone like it's just right. that that's what they're so but i felt i felt something brush my shoulder and mm-hmm. i turned and looked and he and he looked at me and he's like oh i'm sorry and i'm like I fucking that's okay. Like I was just speechless. Yeah, uh, I was a little starstruck, but not that much because I'm not a fan of his band. Right. I am a fan in general because I'm glad that mm-hmm. they gave us tons of great music and inspired lots of uh, several generations of bands. But I still don't know shit about them. I do know that their stage show is supposed to be completely bonkers, and it fucking was. Because every single person in that band plays multiple instruments. That's bad. And that was badass to see, especially Angelo going out and playing a bass sax. Mm-hmm. Not a Barry sax, a fucking bass sax. Big sax. Which I have now I haven't seen since I was in marching band. There's some I who's a marching band? I want to say there's a, somewhere somewhere from Indiana. Like a bass sax would be a good like if you're in a fight, you're in a marching band and you're you know that's when you're it would not be good in a fight. It's too big, you're saying. Yeah, like would you like an eighty pound rock to beat someone with? It's too hard in a fight. I mean, it's too hard to move. You want exactly a, you want a tenor or a now if a, you a, 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 I mean a a, a baritone. So I would you know I don't want any brass instrument. You know what I would want. Let's think about this. A flute, because I saw someone pull the head. <laughs> they're not that not that heavy, though, are they? Yeah, they are. They're heavy enough. Okay. okay, so I saw this. This is going back. I'm thinking an oboe. There's a few folks. Oboes made out of plastic or resin. Oh. They're not good. Oh God, Paul. I'm bad. How at many this. instruments did you play? Trombone. Okay, and and when did you stop playing trombone? Uh, into high school at some point. Okay. Also, trombone, good. Doink, doink, doink. You can right. poke somebody in the head, but you're not going to beat right. someone with it because it's just too, it's too bendy, right? It's brass. Right. It's soft. Right. Sure, got okay? it. Yeah. It's heavy and it's soft. It's like, it's like me. Yeah. But anyway, so, <laughs> no, uh, I actually, so uh, I'm from Troy, Ohio. Uh, all my family lives there, you know, whatever. The next town over is Piqua. We've talked about this on this podcast, for, but for those who yes. haven't heard this before, Troy and Piqua have a horrible, disgusting rivalry somewhere in between Ohio State and Michigan and the Israelis and the Palestinians. Wow. And I'm not even fucking joking because I, I have heard of people getting stabbed and shot because they're wearing Troy High School shit. It's like in, Northern Ireland or something back it's, in the... It's it, during the Troubles. The yes. Troubles. <laughs> With a capital T. Yeah. You know, not to... not. I, I don't want to understate the Troubles. Sure. 
Anyway, uh, so Troy and, and Piqua rivalry, it's been like that since um, uh, uh, around the time Ohio gained statehood. Okay, I'm listening to you. I just want to try to pick this band out. Go I, ahead. I can't, I can't watch this shit because I'm like, oh, shit, she's kind of cute. Nope, that's Bon Jovi. <laughs> It's kind of hard to tell. They are very effeminate looking, aren't they? Yeah, they're, it's like I, and their I, hair is nice hair. I will and say, makeup. Like the one thing I, I've always felt that when it comes to LGBTQ stuff, which I've been involved in and here and there, it, I will say that the one nice thing about all of the misogyny and shit that went on in the '80s when it came to these hair bands, yeah. at least they kind of balanced it out by cross dressing. They all were very like, similar of their clothing. They like bending. shopped at the same store. It, it looked like they, yeah. they absolutely did. They're shopping at thrift stores on Melrose and buying grandma shit yep. and dyeing it red. Yep. Like that's and, and I'm okay. I kind of am okay with that uh, gender bending shit that they did because, like, I don't know if that's. I don't know. I don't even know who this is. It, it could be the Bengals. I have no idea. All right. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, Troy and Piqua hate each other da, 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 to the point where once Ohio got statehood because it was Piqua was industrial. Troy was uh, agricultural. But they were both in the same county. So when statehood rolled around, uh, Troy had more basically more money and was more commerce was done there. So Troy got the county seat, which means they got more money. And then that's like da, a da, miniature da, 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 da. north versus the south, it, industrial versus agriculture. It absolutely is. Yeah, it, it's right. really it's kind of strange to look at it. And if you went there, you can still see the difference. And Piqua has always felt slighted because of that, because they were kind of known as low rent, white trash, da, 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 all that stuff. That all exists in Troy. But the buildings were nicer. The square was nicer. They have a fountain in their square. They have flowers. They have the strawberry festival. They have all this other shit. And Piqua has nothing. That I'm not saying that that's true. I'm just saying that, uh, uh, you know, it's because I don't really give a shit. Right. But the, there's little things that are funny about it, like the ass faces. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, the ass. Yeah. I told you about that. Yes. The lady, uh, the lady Liberty or Justice, yes. Blind Justice. Yes. On the top of uh, on top of the the capital, Mah- uh, Miami the capital, County right. Courthouse. Courthouse. Yes. Is a skewed a little bit. It's like skewed facing the ass is facing towards Piqua. That's yeah. not an urban legend. That's an absolute fucking fact. On, and you can on see purpose. It. Yes. And yeah. now that I have a really good phone with, that takes really good pictures, when I'm there in three or four weeks, mm-hmm. I will take a picture and show it to you. Of the I butt. will stand right up in like at the very front of the courthouse, look directly up, and you can see the statue is just pivoted like 15 okay. degrees to face towards. Anyway, so that yeah. having been said, everybody in Troy and everybody in Piqua, no matter what your sport or your activity or whatever, it could be fucking math club. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. They hate it. They hate each other. So whenever football, like, Oh my God, the last game of the season. Holy shit. Are you kidding? Fuck man. It was, it would get bad. What, when it was really bad was in the nineties where Troy had redone fist fights in the parking lots, that kind of fist shit. fights on the field and the every, fist, just everywhere. Yeah. Fist, like I've literally struck people while wearing marching band gear. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Marching band versus marching band. It sounds stupid, but it's fucking happened. Wow. Like, and I'm amazed that none of us went to jail for it because there was blood. Yeah. Blood was shed. So it was really bad in the mid nineties because pickle wasn't doing well financially. And Troy was, and they, the Troy foundation got like, just got all this shitload of money together and remodeled the Troy High School Stadium to where it's on the level of like some college stadiums. Wow. Like I think it's like 22,000. 22, yeah, it's it's fucking nuts, <sighs> dude. And it's now it's even nicer. It looks like the old Notre Dame uh, uh, stadium because it's all brick mm-hmm. and it's closed in. It's just, it's nice. Well, when they started doing this, they, they, the first remodel that they did was like, you know, and, and 
like they moved the bleachers. They moved the whole fucking stadium down mm-hmm. to provide more parking, and then they added more seating and just upgraded everything. Well, Piqua still had metal bleachers mm-hmm. that maybe 2,000 people could go to. Well, when you have 25,000 people in each town, and the towns are only eight miles apart, mm-hmm. like it's, it's going to be, be... So when you go to Piqua and you can't accommodate, man, it's a fucking madhouse. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's, it, you want to commit a crime in either one of those. Right. That towns, that's the time to do it because even the cops are watching the football game. Well, I, we were in Piqua and somebody screamed something at one of the marching band, like one band said something. I don't even know who did it, who started it. I do know how it ended though. And I actually, I saw a flute player and I even know her name. I'm not going to say her name on air because I don't know what the statute of limitations on this. You know how a flute is in a standard flute is in, in two pieces. Yeah, you want to. You fir- have the my, head. You have the head. My first kiss with Vicky Stewart. She was a flautist. She was a flautist. I bet she was a great kisser too. Oh my god. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I can need to stop right now. Flautists are go, good at kissing. I will go. But clarinet players are good at head. I'm just gonna throw that out there. And I don't have. It's not just anecdotal. This is. I have a solid sample size. More than just one. <laughs> Wow, I'm I'm almost ashamed to admit that, but I don't so, give a on, fuck anymore. It's the some kind of a uh, yeah. I don't know. What it's it a, is. yeah, it's an embouchure thing. It's yeah. also like a, a circular breathing thing, so don't get out of breath. And uh, okay, yeah, many anyway, many many. Okay, f- so you so you know the flautist, who- flautist, and she. I saw her like people started coming over. Like the band started, so 120 people, 130 people in each band, right? Started walking toward each other like cobras. <laughs> Jets. Like, turned, fucking, are you fucking kidding me right now? Turned it, into a <laughs> it it got real bad. It I mean, seriously. And it escalated very, very quickly. Like within 30 seconds. So you saw her take I apart. I saw her, her take apart her flute and set down the expensive part <laughs> with all the keys, like the yeah. main the main body of it. And she just had the head. And I, I I don't know if you've ever felt that, but the heft. It's weighted like that so that the end, so it's the end is lighter yeah. and the and the, the the part that's closer to your body. Because have you ever seen somebody march weight. with a flute? Like you have to stand upright. It's yeah. not like playing concert flute where you can yeah. or jazz flute where you can kind of be lazy. Have ever seen? Yes, because I used to go watch Vicky Stewart when she used to march in the. Oh my god! I bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did. Shout out to Vicky Stewart. She might be listening to this show. Who knows? She go. Oh my god, that's Paul. She's listening to this show and touching herself. And no, actually, she's. Not. she's She's been in bed for three hours. She's yeah. old as fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and I saw her crack a girl over the face with it. <laughs> she she hit her. Like what? What was the? Was it like or just a? It was like cut? a. Was it, it, a hook? it was. was it, a, it was a. Fuck you, fucking Troy Trojan motherfuckers! And then and she just went ping and kind of a side. I remember. Yeah, it was like it was like an like a like an a side uppercut. It was like watching a picture like that, like a like a watch a Japanese picture, just oh, a yeah. sidearm. I'm hoping and it actually made a noise, just like you said, like the three stu- I'm sure it did. I heard, I heard like the it, three stooges. It, it was that uh, that hard material on flesh, like oh yeah, like real loud smack. Not a funny three stooges noise. Not a not a. <laughs> None of that happened. Why is everything a fucking Benny Hill show? Thing with you, <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah, you just had, you, but the only two people that didn't fight were the two tenor sax players, and they're playing yakety sax in the background while this whole melee happened. That's not how it happened, Gaines. There was no yakety sax involved. There was that would have been fantastic they, if they did. There were a couple uniforms like band because this is you know it's fall. 
Yeah. You know, and we're wearing our full dress, like like wool, expensive five hundred dollars. Could, could be cold. Could be right. And there were white, the white top, red sash, black pants, and the white. I mean, there was almost everybody had blood. Jesus, it was so stupid. It was so stupid. But here's the funny thing. Uh, I haven't really talked about it too much. I've told people over the Just years, like halftime like, or after, after the. Uh, it was. Uh, I mean, if it was halftime, then they got to fucking it, calm everybody down. It and- was. It was halftime, and it was after because uh, we were the away team, so we went second, right? So uh, when marching band, right? So we went second, and and after we came off the field is when they started talking shit, and I, I should say they talking shit. All I heard everybody were pick talking. pick with people talking shit. I'm sure with the riffraff that were in that marching band because our marching right. band was a bunch of fucking shitheads especially the percussion section (laughs) um for real like and i know there's uh there's three guys that listen to this uh podcast that i'm gonna call them out because i know you guys are king of the shitheads johnny johnson which is a wonderful name by the way uh also aaron weaver and uh tony spar Tony Spar was the worst because he had graduated and it, like the next year he came back as an advisor. He was like a percussion instructor. Oh, God. So he was like, he was the elder statesman who could buy a cigarette <laughs> and black and milds and all backwoods cigars and shit like that. Right. But he was also kind of a ringleader. He was like, yeah, man, guys got to be fucking tough. And I always ran with those guys, even though I wasn't really in percussion all that much. But anyway, uh, yeah, it was hands down one of the funniest things i've ever seen is a flute can be fucking deadly right. i don't remember why we got on that topic yeah i'm gonna go back and try to go oh that's what you backwards. wanted to fight not a bass sax you right. don't want a bass sax right, in a fight right. because it's uh it's kind of like uh what's his face a uh, uh, uh lieutenant red flag uh crenshaw oh yes. um he he said yeah ar-15 is really not like it's not a it's not that good of a right uh it's not that it's not that good of a weapon in da, 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 and he started explaining and Rogan's like are you serious and he's like yeah right, right, yeah because right. I can I'll, I could reach out and grab that barrel if I grab the barrel of that rifle I'm controlling that rifle that is true and I heard him say that I'm going, I, yeah but you know what you go into most a people room are not going to be able to do and that and you start shooting people and if no one's really behind you or beside you you're going to just spray bullets you know I'm not going to do the gun thing on this on this podcast right I know, now I, I get it I can't I, get it. I can't I do it. it I get it but in an actual fight where there's no guns involved or knives and it's only musical instruments, <laughs> I would pick a flute. I got you. And if I, I could, I would get one of the uh, fancy one that is the silver-coated steel mm-hmm. because they're a concert flute and they are heavy as fuck. Did you see, speaking of... Uh, a, 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 wait, I'm going to sneeze. Loudly. You Folks, see the, um, that volume that was that was fifty percent of what the volume is of his normal sneezes. He held back because normally it, so- it sounds like someone like fired a shotgun in the room in an enclosed room when Paul normally sneezes. And it's it, like and an it, artillery, World War One. Yes, yeah, it was it was terrible. Um, anyway, uh, you seen the video? I think it was Atlanta cops that were there was some dude. It was it was in some neighborhood somewhere in the middle of a street, and there was two or three big. Pretty good size Atlanta cops, and this one dude whips out like a big machete. Have you seen this video? No. Yeah, and, and I already and like, like this and guy. The, the cops are already, you know, they're and, and they didn't they didn't shoot him, and they were demonstrating how you can disarm or you can take care of. It'll be easy to find during the break. We'll we'll find it. Yeah, and uh, it's so funny because this guy, you know, he's like a badass in the street. He's got them machete. He's like going and he goes, well, you know, you have to see it. It is fucking hilarious. It sounds like an Indiana Jones like Raiders of the Lost Ark situation. It does. <laughs> I like, but, but I, it's I, 
hand. hand. So let's not forget to do that. I know. Oh, I'll look it up. So they have a bass. Okay, so they had, he played a bass sax, and you had this, and fucking the Angelo has got to be fucking sixty years old, right? Still doing cartwheels, backflips, front flips, and shit on I'm, stage. I'm gonna do singer. a cartwheel. If I had grass, I'd do a cartwheel right now. Really? Yeah. I think you'd fucking hurt yourself. I think I could do it. Okay. I used to do it all the time. Were you worried about the little bit of concrete? Well, I'm just just in case. Well, you got osteoporosis? Just in case. You got the mesothelioma? You I'm might be entitled to a settlement. <laughs> I would first do it on the grass first. And then I'd go, okay, I can do like, it. Okay, thing. I can okay. still do a cartwheel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, and then, so, Fishbone was amazing. Got to meet the dude. Took a picture with him. That was cool. Uh, and he... And, I am so ashamed to say this. Don't be, quit being ashamed. It, I, it just sucks because like there's people out there that, that consider, like, that I've been told, man, you have a very like eclectic, da, 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 but like my favorite, one of my, like out of all the music that I listen to, which is broad ranging from on so many levels, my favorite is some sort of rock music mixed with horns. I know you don't like Chicago. That's fine. You can be wrong. That's cool. Uh, it's you're allowed to i forgive you okay it's fine uh so i should know more about fishbone and i know how influential they are I and i'm gonna know, say you liked amish ska or something like that i would like to hear amish ska <laughs> that maybe maybe they play like upbeat ska music just bet, to, so that's how they build the barn so fast <laughs> i bet you could look that up but you someone is is doing they're dressing up like the amish and doing Amish ska. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you know that there's a meth problem amongst the Amish? <laughs> we'll talk about that when we come back. Is there really? There really is. Yeah, I um, just watched a, Vi a Vice like mini documentary. Well, this just proves everybody out. bitches about this town. Or, you know, it's King of this fucking bunch of meth. It's all over the goddamn place. There's really not a bunch of meth in this town anymore. There's, <laughs> it's like it used to be. You no, know, it used yeah. to be like one out of every three people in this town was like either hooked on or used to be hooked on so meth. They're, they're kind of getting now they're just hooked on the legal drugs now. Is that what it is? Uh, those are starting to go away too. More op opioids. opioids. Opioids are starting. Wow. They're clamping down. Yeah. Now. No, it's not true. Oh God! Mojave County was supposed to have. I, I read the stats on how many pills per per capita were distributed in Mojave County, and went what? Oh, and it pales in comparison to like that one town in West Virginia. Oh my, yeah, I, I've actually the, I, I don't know the numbers, but it's like holy shit! It basically came down to, um, I feel like what the fuck is on TV, dude? I can't handle this station being on because I recognize this video. Anyway, let me turn it up for a the, second. No, 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 okay. no, it's fine. Uh, I should know more about Fishbone, and I just don't. And I'm actually kind of ashamed. I really am. I should, because I should know. But this is where I'm really ashamed. This is, dude, oh, dude walked up to me. Shut up. Yeah. This dude walked up, you know, and he's like, he's like, hey, man, thanks for holding the flag, bro. You're here. To, da, da. Like, man, I can't wait. I've been waiting like a lifetime for this show. And he's like, sweet, man. You fucking. Uh, you got any requests? And I was like, man, I can't pick one song of yours. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish the sentence ago because I don't know any of them. But I, I said, man, I can't pick just one. Just just go up there and just kick ass. And he's like, thanks, man. Give me a hug. And then went up on stage. Okay, cool. Like literally walked with the flag through the, the Red Sea parted of the yeah, people. And he walked, through, yeah. hopped the thing, the, the barrier and hopped up on stage with the flag, waved it back and forth. And then they went in. Cool. And just absolutely fucking murdered it. So let's take a break, uh, and I will come back, and we'll, I'll tell you my the last little bit of my recap. And, Got it. Uh, okay, we'll be back. There is no other 
I'm going to say it. It's unpopular, but it's apparently 100% of the people in this building right now agree with me. I don't like Judas Priest. I just don't. I concur. Be no debate tonight. Yeah, I, I just I I like what Rob Halford did for the gay community because even though he was in the closet all those years, the uh, in the closet uh, uh, metalheads that were out there were looking at that and going, <laughs> eh, "That's bondage gear that I saw at the club." Well, they thought he was they a bad, it was, but then looking back on it now and it, seeing all these videos, you're like, "Yeah, that's like, kind of gay." Yeah, it's not even kind of gay, right? It's, exactly, uh, and I'm like, mainstream gay, fucking like like how gay, like. Boy George gay or extreme gay? No, but, like, but Jews, of course, like of course fucking, they're, they're riding face? Harleys around, though. And he's got, his, of course, his wife beater, skinny T-shirt, wife beater. Mesh tank tops yeah, the, with <laughs> nipple piercings poking through. Yeah. So. I mean, Rob Halford is... Uh, I, I would like to hang out with Rob Halford because he's Rob Halford, not because of Judas Priest. Right. Like, I wouldn't even discuss Judas Priest with him because I just don't care. I guess also it, it, the context matters because... I don't like Judas Priest, but I also was born in 81, and some people will say that 83 or 84 was eventually, that was their prime. That was the, that was their peak, and then, so I didn't get to see peak Priest. Look, I did. But still, but you did, and you remember it, you know, uh, and, and you just, just but you're never. also, you're fucking, you and Chris Lay are one of those, like in high school, when everybody else was like, man, fucking love this, and this and the dead, and da da da, and he, that motherfucker was on another planet. He was already listening to Dream Theater and all sorts of crazy, he was like, he was the only person I knew around my age that, that, that knew who King Crimson was. But I only knew who King Crimson was because my stepdad was a prog rock guy. But I'm just like, and he was like, oh man, fucking, I, I, my favorite bands are, yes, King Crimson and whatever band Steve Eisen. And I was like, wow, you're, uh, you're pretty fucking diverse. Yeah. That's why I love Chris to this day because uh, he's grown so much. Because he, he, he listened to those guys and then more. He knows all kinds of music. It's fun to talk to him. He like just, yesterday. He's very familiar with. Oh, yeah, we were bagging <laughs> on. We, were, we went on a Chris Gaines. <laughs> we were bagging on Chris Gaines so hard. And for those of you that don't remember or don't know, Chris Gaines was an alter ego that Garth Brooks invented in the mid-90s. And, of course, to live I out had his to remember because persona. it's Chris. We, we his came, last name is Gaines. When he came yeah. out. I didn't, not came out. You know, when it, when it was was talked about in the radio it's like no one really knew initially no one knew who yeah this was what's his new chris Gaines went well that's interesting i'll have to check this out he must be a cousin or something yeah he's your sad cousin chris <laughs> it was he looks e like it emo yes. garth brooks that's exactly what he looked like emo garth brooks shout out to years. uh to uh to uh tj who said tj did say that he commented yeah. that on uh, facebook because i so because so, you posted you're like headed to swiller's practice da, 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 and then i i fucking so well, Joe and I had dinner last night. Then went to his house, and for some reason, I don't know. Joe was looking I, at his phone, so I started looking up Chris Gaines, and I don't know why it came up again. Because the other day we were talking about, I can't remember why that happened. But then I was looking up his pictures. Just look up Chris Gaines, people. Just Google it and look at the, those pictures. That's there's Garth. only about ten pictures In of the guy. In case you don't know, that's Garth Brooks. It is, and it's, you're not going to believe it. But it's if you look sad at it, boy, go, sad boy Garth yeah. Brooks. So we're like, hey, let's watch some Chris Gaines video and stuff. We'll we'll just do that. So we're on YouTube and. Lo and behold, and nothing. It is suppressed. You cannot get any Chris Gaines stuff. And that's because Garth Brooks does not do anything like online streaming, and he is ruthless about taking shit whatever. down. Yeah, so he's, so he's not on Spotify. He's not on uh, 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 well, the YouTube. No, nothing else counts. Uh, nothing else is as good as Spotify, so I can just say all the rest. Yeah. Uh, and if you think Apple Music is better than Spotify, you can fucking shut us off right now. <laughs> Don't do that. Like, subscribe, share. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, that's uh, Randy Rhodes. Uh, remember when he died in a plane crash? Yeah. No. Yeah. Was he flying? Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I figured, in the cockpit. I think it happened in Georgia, and it happened when when you were in your prime, and it, it has to do with flying. How do you not know? I don't know. I don't remember. Fucking Gaines. Anyway, so speaking of Gaines, we, we threw back on Chris. Back, yeah, back on Chris Gaines. You can't we, find any Chris Gaines videos, which is probably okay. Yeah. So Paul comes up with a funny idea of you should say. Was that gas, gas and grub getting white claws? Yeah, we were picking up. We're going over to Chris Lay's house to watch the Swillers practice. And and stopped off at gas and grub. <laughs> and ran into Chris Gaines. So I put that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, in the, I ran in into the, Chris Gaines. In the, uh, the walk-in uh, cooler. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got a whole bunch of likes on that comment. And I'm like, wonder if these people know who I'm talking about. Or if they're just like, oh, that's cool. Right. I think one person was like, loved it and was like i can't believe it like somebody made a comment about how i can't believe chris gaines is in kingman <laughs> and then they deleted it and i don't know who made that comment because i only just saw the notification and then it's it was briefly, gone yeah. and i think it was somebody who was thinking of someone else yeah or they didn't realize that chris gaines is actually garth brooks right folks this shit got so stupid and so deep look into the saturday night live episode where Garth Brooks was the guest host, but is that taken down? But he too? wasn't. No, he. That we watched a promo, a promo, of him. Yeah, yeah, a promo of him, but uh, not uh, the... like on YouTube. But that's all that there was, and it was him. It was like, I'm Garth Brooks. I'm going to be hosting Saturday Night Live this week with special musical guest Chris Gaines. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's really him in a black wig. Yeah, and like they even have the same stupid soul patch. Yes, right. Like it's just it. Yeah. Anyway, but it does. He does dress up well, though. He does. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, they, he dresses the part. I mean, yeah. he's a musician, so he's an actor by yeah. trade. But anyway, but, uh, but I wanted to see Chris Gaines perform. I wanted to see it and hear it, and just to see how good or bad. I just hadn't seen it in forever. So at this point. I text this after we get to gas and grub, find out there's no white claw, slummed it, got the natty light, uh, cherry lime thing. No, it's not the, uh, good. the Catalina lime mixer is what they called it. It was not good, even though I drank it. It wasn't most of good. Them. It tasted like natty light with with flavoring added to it. It was way too sweet and gross. Right. But, but this I, way. But we bought it and I was Holly, all in. I went, I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna drink I bought it, I'm gonna drink it. I I'm in. I paid for it. Damn, I'm gonna sit here and, and watch the Swillers. And you got a, you got all a of them. fucking twelve pack, and I think there are like three left. Yep, I gotta Oof. go now. Ugh, gross. Yeah, it was gross. Anyway, in the absence of white claws, slumming happens. <clears throat> so then, I, as we're leaving, I text Chris Lay, and I was like, "Hey, man, uh, I got. Uh, do you mind?" Earlier in the day, I said, "You might have gains comes with me," and he's like, "Yeah, that's of course. Like, he's obviously it's it's okay." Yeah, and. Uh, so then, like a like maybe an hour Chris later, Gaines. I was like, "I'm," and by Gaines, I mean Chris Gaines, <laughs> and he's like, "That's even better." And I'm like, "Because I knew Chris would know who that was. Sure. He knows all the obscure artists." And don't call Chris Gaines an obscure artist. It's it's really it's Garth Brooks, dude. I know, but people, it's really. I guarantee the of the th seven listeners right now, <laughs> four of them. Four of them don't know who Chris Gaines was. Maybe, but they're going to Google it. Right. I love that Google Trends is going to... Uh, oh, oh, look. It's going to be a pop. More fucking Dio on here. Dio, Holy Diver. In about, I love this song, though. Of course you do. In about, in about, in about a week... Chris Gaines, Google's going to go, wow, look at all the analytics. Why is there a Chris Gaines? Yeah, yeah, Chris huge... Gaines is like a little spike <laughs> out of nowhere for some strange reason in the last week of August 2019. 
but then, so then we get over to, uh, oh, and I text Chris, please don't play any of the songs at Swiller's practice tonight. And it, and it's embarrassing. <laughs> Just joking. We get there and uh, Chris, we start talking about it. And Chris is like, you know what's fucked up? That's a really good album. And I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. I fucking knew he owned that album. And he started rattling off songs. A couple of the songs. He I'm started going, oh singing some of the songs from the Chris Gaines album. And I was like, <laughs> like, I couldn't have been more fucking proud of that guy at that point. Like, God which, damn it. Which makes me want even more to 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 find a Chris Gaines song. I, can just listen I want to, to see if they bit. ever made it on vinyl. I mean, it's probably a collector's item. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, we're, we're gonna check eBay before you we're, leave we're gonna and check just see. And for, for, for those what, of you, what, out what, there, what's the big site to buy all the vinyl online? What's the big Discogs? Uh, Discogs right. is the best ones that yeah, I found okay. so far. All right. In fact, I ordered. Um, well, I ordered too much, probably. Oh, let's talk more about the uh, Galactic Funk. Because yes. we're over there. You tell me about this. Well, yeah, let's, so, and, and I said, "Hey, man, you ever heard of Mother's Finest?" And you went. I don't think so. I said, I didn't I've tell you about them before. Never heard of Mother's Finest. And from I, Atlanta, I think Marietta probably, but they're not from Marietta. I know. So you started looking them up, and what did you discover? It was 1970 what? 1977. Well, hey, I wasn't done talking about fucking the Chris main act. Oh, no. we got to go back. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. My fucking hate this shit. It's more Dio. It's Sorry. so much Dio. Like I, I, just, I like Dio. Like he's a good dude. It's just over the top, though. You're it's saying. just so stupidly over so the top. So dramatic. But that was his shtick, and I'll, that's it fine. Was, right. Yeah. I, I still prefer him over Kiss. I think. Oh, I, I, I would I see know. Dio over a Kiss concert. Absolutely not. I would. I mean, not now, especially. You can't. But it wouldn't be very good. Yeah, it wouldn't be very good. It's just Dio's just like poking at him with a stick, right. putting smelling salts on him to see if he'll do something. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that got real dark. Like Dio. Uh, all right, so so the main act. The main act was George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. And for those of you that are uninformed, George Clinton started a a doo wop group. He was a hairdresser. He was a barber, kind of not really a barber. He was he did hair relaxing and things like that in New Jersey. It's like late fifties, right? Started a doo wop group called the Parliaments. Wow. Later on, that doo wop group turned into, uh, you know, it, through happenstance and a few other groups and bands and whatnot that he was in turned into a funk band toward the, the end of the late 60s. Mm-hmm. Heard uh, James Brown's The JBs, like James Brown's backing van- band, mm-hmm. and uh, Sly and the Family Stone. <clears throat> Excuse me. Some of this early stuff that the OJs did was was like proto-funk, as we, they would call it. And then at some point, he decided to start taking psychedelic drugs, and that's when things kind of went shifted. And that's when he started Funkadelic. So Parliament was known as like the... Dancey, dan- the the dance music funk f- for clean. It's more clean and it's not as mm-hmm. experimental. It's very rigid. Funkadelic was like pure creativity. It's like and that f- moment that like, Billix talks about when someone eats the mushroom for the first time. They're the apes or whatever are walking around and they kind of poke at this mushroom and then eat it and then all of a sudden, Ooh. and all of a sudden now we have jets. Yeah, yeah, no shit. That and that's. That's what happened with George Clinton uh, was li- was literally just psychedelics, mostly yeah. acid, but other stuff too. And that's what that's what made the difference. And, and it did. And so if you look at like Parliament, <clears throat> Parliament songs are one style, and funkadelic songs are one style. And then they but they had people that were they had people in common like uh, 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 artists, uh, 
like performers, members of the bands were in common. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of swapped around and did this and did that. But the whole thing with Funkadelic was that they, they, it was about a huge, it was about a show. It was about the spectacle. And that's where you see like, Bootsy Collins wearing these ridiculous outfits with a giant hat and the big sunglasses and the big star guitar and shit mm-hmm. like that. Uh, you know, uh, trumpet players wearing nothing but a diaper, like an adult diaper and a mm-hmm. white wig, and I just, I just crazy shit. Um, and at one point, apparently, like at some, like they did a tour where the backup singers were all topless. And just shit, just fucking, just wow. absolute madness. Sure. And I knew about this stuff a bit from being a kid and 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 knowing a bit about being a kid that had parents that listened to good music. They weren't stuck in the fucking sixties or whatever. You know, they kept mm. they grew with the music a little bit, which was a great way to grow up. And you know, at like least music. No more good music. Lawrence Welk. Was- it was. After Lawrence Welk, everything sucked. Exactly, exactly. Well, Lawrence Welk's over at 7.15. It's time for us to go to bed. Okay, sweetie. You know what? Maybe we should push the twin beds together tonight. Ooh. Like the, oh, my. And that's where Bootsy would be all, <laughs> Anyway, uh, I do have to give a shout-out to uh, 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 King Kurt, the funk jerk. Mm-hmm. Curtis Larson was there. Jeremiah Green was there. Mm-hmm. Um there's a handful of other Kingman people that were there that I don't really know their names because I never was really introduced to them. I just know they're from Kingman. They appreciate fantastic music, and I fucking, my hat is off to them. And this venue, again, say the it's venue called the again. Brooklyn Bowl. And how many people would it, would it hold capacity? On the, uh, it has a balcony area, standing room, including the balcony and the floor, probably 1,200. So it's not a big place. No, it's not. Yeah. And it's, Fan-fucking-tastic. Great, great yeah. It is. You would really enjoy it. I would. Keep me apprised of what's going to be playing. I there. will. Thank Dropkick you. Murphys, October 14th. Ooh. That's the next one I'm trying to go to. October 14th. It's right before. Just figure it out. Okay. Y- you won't be. You won't regret it. I know that. Like. Or I'm going to regret it very heavily, one of the two. No, one or the other. <laughs> but but, but you will, you'll be like, oh, at least I got to see the Dropkick Murphys. Right. What else are you going to do? Right at seven o'clock on a Saturday, fucking sit around and jerk off. Wait a well, minute, you can do that after it's not on a Saturday. I think it is. Can't be no, because no, October nineteenth no. is the Air Fest. And that's on a Saturday. Oh, well, let's keep promoting fucking Air Fest with your flying machines. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, so Funkadelic. So the, the thing is, is that George Clinton started both bands and was in as a front man and main songwriter, and he's kind of like the. Or, he's almost like he's not even like a lead singer. He's more of a. Um, uh, I don't even know, like a conductor who also occasionally sings. Like he's, it's his brainchild, all of it. Gotcha. And uh, but it's this huge collective. We're talking. It's at one point I like I tried to count because everybody's moving around doing all sorts of stuff, and I got eighteen people on that stage. That's Jesus. fucking insane. So like, there's a conductor, like like a director, sort of a kind of a director, director but, orchestrator. But he also plays. Yeah, exactly. But, so, but if he didn't, it would, there's enough going on. There's enough going on. It was amazing. Yeah. And I only recall, I think, twice where the music stopped. Okay. In two hours and fifteen minutes, because most of it was just like one song went into the next, went okay. into the next, went into the next. I will say that the funniest fucking thing I think I've ever seen at any concert ever happened during them, and it was. Uh, I was standing next to one of the guys uh, that's from Kingman. He's a tall, big guy, beard, and all that. And uh, he's 
we're jamming out, we're both dancing, and just ha- and just enjoying it. And there's this one point in the song where you hear the horns go da 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 da, and then it rests for a beat, and then you hear a a, a you know a downbeat, and then it goes into the second movement of the song. Mm. And this guy, it was so fucking funny. Like I just could not stop laughing. You hear this. And then it goes silent. He goes, super fucking loud on the beat. It was perfect. It was in time. It's like the guy had a metronome in his sinuses, dude. Did anybody else laugh or anything? I fucking, it was only me. And then he laughed afterwards. It was like, and went back into the song. But because it was dead silent in there, because it was on the break, it was on, it was, it was on the rest. You know they recorded this. Someone recorded this. I mean, you know I, I mean? fucking hope so, man. It was so funny. It was like it'd be funny I, if they were to make a release a thing and go, "This is a great cut." You got a sneeze in the middle of it. Yes, no shit. It was yeah. so fucking funny. I don't know that I've ever laughed that hard at a concert before <laughs> because that was just so ridiculous. And he was perfect. I was like, "Dude, are you in a? Are you in the band?" And he's yeah. like, "Nah, I have allergies." I think he was. I, high. I could see the sheet music and right there where it says sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, lumberjack looking uh, crowd member sneezes on the rest <laughs> it was so fucking funny and I hope I don't know that I know that there were people around me that caught they saw me laughing or heard me laughing and like turned around and then they saw I think they saw him like wiping his nose and they realized it was him that sneezed because they had to hear the sneeze oh everyone in the everyone whole, heard the- everyone heard that in the whole because it was a loud sneeze like yours it was like da 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 you're like what the fuck that guy's sneeze has funk he's like the fucking he's the funkiest motherfucker everybody in the room had no matter what's going on was just funk exactly perfect oh god and they played like all the songs that i wanted them to hear and then a couple of them that i forgot that i even i knew uh kind of like uh for those of you that are religious listeners our break music last week (laughs) even though we talked about woodstock was funkadelic and that song is called get off your ass and jam yeah. And it's called. It's from their my probably their Funkadelic's best album. I'm sure Kurt's gonna jam would be a verb that. in this case. It wouldn't be like the noun jam. Like get off your butts and and jam. It's not get off your butts, you prude. It's I mean, get, get off, off your, your ass, ass and jam. Me. Do you know the song? No, but get, I'm just saying it's yeah, funny. Yeah, get off your ass and and, and jam. And, and get off your ass and your jam. Like so, my <laughs> I, I'm sitting on my ass, but I'm also sitting on jam. So I need to get off my ass, ass and jam, jam, and then do what? I need you to jam. No, I'm getting off of it. No, no, <laughs> you need to get off your ass and jam and jam off my ass jam, and jam and jam. Jam the noun, the jam verb. Jam. <laughs> do you, do you mean jelly? No, I don't mean jelly. I mean with seeds and pulp and everything. No, jam. That's, that's preserved. Okay. Oh, are we going to get into this debate again? Because I got all fucking nice. Preserves are so much better than jam. How dare you, sir? I just... They leave all the impurities behind. I want pure flavor and sugar. I don't want seeds. I don't want fiber. I like I don't want any of that important shit. That's... You're a you're a all pulp kind of guy, I aren't like you? Big, oh, I love pulp. You know what? If I wanted to chew my oranges, I would fucking <laughs> buy an orange and eat it like an apple. I'd but love, I want I orange love pulpy juice. orange juice. No, really you're do. you're fucking wrong. You're you're absolutely wrong fine. on this. It's fine. You don't if you don't like pulpy orange juice, you like whole oranges. I like Just that eat too. a fucking orange, Paul. Yeah, but it's uh, okay. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you. From now on, yeah, you know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to go to the store and every, I'm going to do like the. 
like uh, Mel Gibson in that fucking conspiracy theory movie. I think it was called Conspiracy <laughs> Theory, actually, where he buys, he's compelled to buy a, the book Catcher in the Rye okay. everywhere because it's like, a, anyway, it's his compulsion. I'm going to start yeah. going to stores and buying uh, pulp, full pulp, like uh, orange juice, and throwing it away. Oh, my God. Can't do that. It's a bad. It's a it's a bad. <laughs> okay, the sneeze, the song, boom. Sneeze the song. And they played Get Off Your Ass and Jam. He goes, shit, goddamn. Get off your ass and oh, jam. That's all that yet. fucking song yeah. is. And it, that, that it's like two and a half minutes long, and it's a perfect song because it cuts right to the chase. Right. No metaphor. No, it's it's literally just a cadence driven uh order from Sergeant Funkenstein. You think if they were writing it, they were saying, get off your ass and preserves? Get off your ass and jelly. And jelly no, Almost that works. That's not quite. Get off your ass and jam. Right. Yeah, no, I don't the, think that's what they uh, Or the did. apple, uh, what's what's that one? Uh, apple, apple butter. butter. Get, off your... Get off your ass and apple butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I take it back. You don't look like a mean motherfucker <laughs> with that fucking haircut. You look like a white nationalist now. Oh, God. Did you see when I did this to my hair when I had my photograph taken for my carry permit when I had it? Did you ever see that? No. For um, your conceal carry permit? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck? Did yeah. you wear a Proud Boys t-shirt too or what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. They actually had one. It was out here at the air, former airport authority a building. They did a, a, it was a weekend course. And I took it. This is when you actually were required to know something about the firearms before you could carry it. All right. Easy there, Pelosi. Any, Calm down. Anyway. So <laughs> What were you commenting about Pelosi earlier this evening? She has a fantastic rack. She's a giant. Yeah, but they with the bra She's, comes off, and I'm sure that you her. know what though. I don't even care because I'd be like, oh, have you really gotten it? Like people that want to shit talk Nancy Pelosi. I'm like, have right. you really taken a chance to get to, get to know her? Because I have. Because I played around with them titties. <laughs> those communist damn them commie titties. <laughs> Oh I can't God. believe I fucking said that. Please don't tell my mom or my daughter I said that. <laughs> but I found out that she's 79. I would Google. You wanted to know uh, if Biden was older uh, who than was Trump. Older Trump or and Biden. I said, I think it's Biden. He's, he's older by like three years. Yeah. But Nancy Pelosi, now I understand why she looks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> like, I feel like she's going to start telling me a s scary story and be like, yeah. <laughs> and like HBO in the 90s. But I, she must she, have lower seven, back. She must have back problems too with her. Oh, she's enormous got, rack. She's got two big front problems. I, I'll tell you. <laughs> i tell you what. <laughs> I mean, 79 years old, you know she can ride a cock. I'm just saying. Look, if you think... If you, I <laughs> you, can't go. I, if somebody, you think this conversation is bad, off the air, it was much worse. <laughs> talking about certain television personalities. <laughs> oh, God damn And we will not go down that oh. road. We will... We shan't. Down that road. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to the matter at hand. <laughs> oh, did the end of the show? We're talking about the end of the show. We're going to go through it. Then we're going to talk about Mother's Finest after that. Yes. So they play. It's amazing. And we don't get out of there until 1 30 in the morning. That show started. The, the first band went on at 7. So you, but you didn't see all that. So you, I didn't see all so that. Saw, I like heard it because of 45. There's a, there's eight. a, so there's like, three or four bars in the venue and then just barely outside the actual venue itself is still in the same building and within earshot thank you for that thing thank you for interrupting me with a fucking belch oh sorry fucking goddamn 
baby boomers. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. No. Uh, now Joe's checking his phone. Yeah, whatever. I got well. I just got my phone just blew up with like eight text messages from that, three yeah. different people. I'm like, oh great, 9/11. Uh, <laughs> Flashback to 9/11. Yeah, right. God, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, there's like three bars like inside the where you can actually hear music being played, or you mm-hmm. can see you can see the band mm-hmm. and hear them clearly inside the venue. Sounds like a fun fucking place, but man. just barely outside of that, and it is a fun place. And just barely outside of that is a proper sit-down bar with a restaurant, uh, like in it. But you can still hear the music. Playing. Decent food. Yeah, the food was decent. Uh, Johnny and I had some the last okay. time we were there. I, Jeremiah and I ate. Uh, I don't remember where we ate. We ate, oh, we ate the Hofbrau House. That was oh, our like pre right. pre show late lunch where uh, he got spanked. He got made me go uh, enter into a ch- beer chugging contest, which I got second place in, but got beer in my hair. Uh, nice. What what else did we do? We ate pretzel. You were talking. You actually texted anyway. me a picture of the one of the large. They had a, a big uh, jalapeno version of a of a uh, of a brat. Yeah, it was like a jalapeno cheese brat that they uh, had like like, nah. like a couple weeks ago, and I'm like. I don't want to fuck with my brat. I thought it was funny that it was like three feet long, and if you finished it, you got it for free. And I'm yeah. like, I fucking murder that thing, and then ask for a second. Right. Anyway, so we were having beers and stuff, and we hear the band start to play, and we're like, man, these guys are really good. And then just continued having good conversation. It didn't I didn't really what it was just sure whatever. Uh, I did give them do my due diligence, and I listened to them uh, a bit over the past few days. The opening band, even though I didn't listen to them much. Uh, in whatever, uh, they, they, it was a female fronted funky kind of rock band, which I, which leads me into what, what leads into what you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Because you uh, said that and I went, I went, I'm thinking I'm, in my mind, I'm going, Oh, I'm gonna have to tell Joe about, about mother's right. finest, which when we were done talking about this. So time. yeah, uh, the show was amazing. Fucking danced my ass off longer than I, it's been probably since eighth grade school dance that I've danced that fucking much constantly having so much fucking time uh, such a good fucking time <clears throat> mother's finest this right. is a band that you listen to kind of yeah uh, they're from georgia they were um now you're looking at your phone they were big uh they were they were i got there about when they were i moved there when they were coming on the scene and it was uh, popular in high school everybody knew mother's finest fuck i might have even seen them I, I, possibly i probably went to a show where they opened up for well, you said they opened up for everybody. They I mean, kind of toured with everybody. Yeah, like all the like Nugent and ACDC. Nugent, ACDC. Uh, I think Judas Priest was on the on the list. Like on the list because if you listen to their music, it's like it. It's so eclectic. I can't even. I will probably throw that on there. The like maybe for the break finest. music. I don't, I don't know. I haven't decided. The big yet. song's called Baby Love. And baby Joe Love. Kind of laughing because he was going. My baby, baby love, my baby, baby love. And like, that's not that what That's not the song. So when I know? listened to it, it sounded like, it reminded me of like Living Color, right. the cult of personnel, like, like those right. guys, because it was really heavy. But it's more hard, funk, but it's harder, it's, it's heavy, funk bass, with, with, slap, it's, fucking, it's, like you're exactly. It's real heavy, right. funk influence. Female lead. But not funk guitar. Right. The guitar is distinctly hard, hard rock, like very hard rock. Yeah. Mixed with the funk, I mean, it, it kind of sounded like female it, lead, like a powerful it, female, very lead. powerful female lead. 
not not the vocals so much, but the rest of the band, the you know rhythm section and and, and guitars, reminded me of the first couple Chili Peppers albums. Yeah. And then but you it, were, but you, and you because I, I knew I looked, about what year it was. He goes, "What year was this?" I fucking you freaked the fuck. I out. I did when I looked it up. It was like those guys got together in '74, yeah. and they recorded that album, uh, a, a mother, another mother further. That's the second album, I think. That's, that's that would make sense. Another mother further. Yeah, then, another mother further. And I can't remember mother mother funk. Well, there's some kind of play there's, on there's the all word. play on mother. I can't and remember funk, now. So. Yeah, but that album. Uh, like or that uh, I I've listened to about half that album so far, but I listened to that one song, "Baby Love," probably five or six times. Oh, have you really? Yeah. Shit, yeah, man. It was it's so good. It's strong. And then I man. looked it up. The fact that it came out in 1977, and then knowing the timeline of some of those funk metal, funk funk rock bands didn't come out until eight, ten years later. Yeah, that it, kind of blew my mind. They a were really bit. like you, they were kind of ahead of their time. They're one of those bands that didn't have a place. Yeah, they didn't have a place because there were two ahead, like yeah. Blue Cheer. You ever heard of those guys? No. Blue Cheer is kind of considered the first metal band, like heavy metal band. Okay. There's it's there obviously there's a huge debate on that, but it came out in 1937. No, They're not that early. No, like time. 1964, 1965. Okay. That's very early though. I mean, yeah. before e- even some of the proto metal guys like MC5 or even some of the the Stooges stuff or uh, the second Velvet Underground. Um, album has got some real heavy notes to it but and and way before zeppelin mm. um but blue cheer is i mean it's so fucking heavy i mean they you listen to like their the bass is turned way down to the point where or not turned down but like your um your your trebles turned way down the mid is turned way up and the bass is turned way up so it gives it like this muddled like it's like a bass guitar being played underwater under mud okay and it like overdriven it just sounds fucking awesome and just super heavy, way before Black Sabbath too. Like, mm-hmm. but but the thing is, is that those guys, somebody heard those guys were like, "Fuck, I wonder if I can do that." And then they just did it better. Yeah, they did it better, and they did it five years later when people were ready for it. It's like Michael J. Fox and in, uh, in uh, Back to the Future. He was like, "Maybe you guys aren't ready for that yet, but your kids are gonna love it." That's <laughs> that, no shit. Yeah. Like that's, but it's but that's the truth. So mothers, and, uh, mothers, they're a little bit early. They, they would have, and they sold a lot in Atlanta or the I, southeast. Fucking. I bet a hundred dollars that if you got a hold of Flea and asked him, "What do you think of Mother's Finest?" I'll be like, "I fuck, I listen to that record on repeat over and over and over and over again." I guarantee yeah. you, he would say that. Guarantee. And, and you said you found out you did a little research. I think you said the bassist or one of is the is, is a the is, bassist has been the touring bassist. Their bassist from Mother's Finest has been Stevie Nicks' touring bassist since 1983. Yeah. And then I looked. There's a handful of like a guitarist did this, and then. The lady, the singer, she sang with a whole bunch of other people, including like uh, Heart. Like she, yeah. they brought her on like on stage, and then decided to bring her on tour. Like Heart, like the what's a fucking who's the what's the big broad from Heart? Nancy Williams. Is, is that Nancy? And yeah. Nancy. Which one's the dark haired one? I don't know. I should. The know one that. with the voice, not the guitarist. Yeah, I should know that. I should know I that. Think I, I like w- hair, I think that's darker hair. I should know that. I think that's Nancy Wilson. Okay. Fuck. Anyway. So they've been forever. Yeah, song and, powerful. And, it's yeah. really. Weird. I, I had listened. To it. I had not. I remember the words of the song, and Joe goes, "This is bringing you back, is it?" And I had to think about it. I had not heard that song in probably how many years did I say? Probably thirty years, maybe. So keeping in mind, thirty years ago was nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Was so it even longer than that? May have been. Yeah. 
May have been, but which they, is crazy. And I looked but into it. They were it. all over all the Atlanta, not all the stations, but they were on. They were on rock stations. Obviously, they were on you know local blues or whatever. I, I guarantee that they were on the rock station. They were on the pop station. They yeah. were on the uh, the the quote unquote black station yeah. that would probably played early hip hop right. and you know early hip hop rap blues funk and you can imagine all that stuff. most parties during that little time period any of these big major had mother's finest absolutely yeah so yeah mother's finest folks look them up yeah. uh they're i i was really just pleasantly surprised because i was like oh gains like oh god I, I know what it's like when you remember something from like from when you were young yes. and think it was really fucking awesome good and it's how amazing it was yeah and then you listen to it or watch it or reread it or whatever and you're like this is, i was such a lame ass yeah but that was a pleasant surprise uh, and, and now i kind of i kind of want to look into them a little further because apparently like they're they were pretty influential on a bunch of bands because i found a bunch of articles i couldn't sleep woke up mm. super early this morning so there's a bunch of articles that interviews of people uh, you know uh, people that are now like modern musicians that, that are like hey who are your influences like da, 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 da. and then this one band that apparently never made a big outside of the south was mother's finest because they didn't no they didn't. they didn't chart anywhere no. they i they, bet you michelle malone covered has covered baby love oh i bet one time or another she liked one of your comments she did oh yeah i guess michelle. you guys could say you're dating now well, isn't that what you said yesterday i i i, <laughs> I brought that up and ashley heard me talk whatever and she goes Hey man, didn't we? Didn't she respond back or something like that, like a year ago? And you were gonna have her come. Around? I said, yeah, you know, I just kind of fizzled because I wanted to come around and play here at some point. And I said, look, if I pick that back up at some, I guarantee I could get her to come here. You know, just a matter of wanting to put this together somehow. She wouldn't cost that much. You know, just getting her equipment out here is the main thing, obviously. Right. Well, the, the but the thing is, is like, how good is she with without the band? I'm right. sure she's phenomenal, but like, oh, I don't it, know her power. Like, the band would be the fun, the the obviously the uh, drag, the expense. Michelle Malone and drag the drag river. the river. She's coming out west on a tour, but she's not. Yeah. It's all Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, beside the point, Mother's Finest, look them up. Yeah. If you get a chance, you probably won't because he said it was going to be this is it farewell tour, and dudes never said that. But George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic is a show that will it will melt your fucking face off. They were so good. And the musicianship was just like, I I knew the level of musicianship for, that George Clinton expects out of people, because it's on the level of James Brown, like obsession and abuse. Mm -hmm. So I knew that it was going to be good, but I had no idea the spectacle and how good it was going to be. It also made me do some research and come to find out. This is so dumb. Again, this is the Joe's uh, coming to grips with things he's ashamed of. <laughs> I grew up in southwestern. I'm, I'm listening. Go ahead. I grew up in Color. southwestern slash central western uh, Ohio, near Dayton. Okay. Well, I I always knew that Dayton had a connection to funk because of uh, the Ohio players. Mm -hmm. They're from Dayton. They played at University of Dayton all the time, and for like university shows and club shows and house parties. And my dad had told me he'd seen the Ohio players, you know, Love Roller Coaster and Honey mm -hmm. and all that stuff, right? So I knew that there was that, and I was like, "That's cool as shit." I'm glad that I, you know, that's they're from there and all. I had no idea the sheer number of funk musicians from that area of Ohio, because for some reason it was lost to me. The Bootsy Collins is from Cincinnati, yeah. uh, and. The JBs, he was in the JBs, you know, the J James Brown's backup band. 
they're all from from Cincinnati, so Hamilton, all that. You just like I a, fucking miss. I don't know how I missed this. Flyby, yes. you just weren't looking up in the air. It's, it's kind of like Fishbone. It's like yeah. how did I not get into them? Like it was it was almost like the conspiracy against me to not get into Fishbone. Well, now this is embarrassing. So this is embarrassing. Oh, it gets so much worse. <laughs> uh, you familiar with the 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 band Lakeside? Yes. Yeah, you know, yes. Fantastic Voyage, all that. Yeah. Dayton, Ohio. What's wrong with you? Most of the, uh, the like all the half of the OJs, the band, the OJs are from Dayton. The other half are this from. This is Canton. your Black Crows moment. It is, it is, <laughs> and it's like so much worse than you just not knowing the Black Crows were from Marietta because at least you knew that they were from Georgia. You just didn't know where they I were. Funny, they were kind of. So they were not too far. I think it was Athens. Oh, they're they're from Athens. Live near me, maybe. And Joe is like looking it up. While here's I'm a talking picture of you it. with them at their practice space <laughs> in Marietta. Like, fuck, I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, this is I'm so much more embarrassed by all of this because I should know. So Lakeside, Dayton, the OJs, most of them from Dayton. They got their start in Canton, so that they claim Canton as their origins. So they're Cantonese. <clears throat> Larry Graham, you missed that. Did you say they're Cantonese? So they're Cantonese. Motherfucker! <laughs> How did I never think of that joke? All the like. <laughs> now you got it. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. I'm gonna, uh, fucking are you Cantonese? Oh. Uh, what? That's funny. Oh, so. That's racist. Don't do that. That's not nice. <laughs> and uh, there, Larry Graham is from that area. Like you're familiar, with Larry Graham is the ba- he's the guy that invented slap bass. We talked about that. We too, talked about right? him. He's from. Yeah. Uh, he was in Sly and the Family Stone. Then later on, yeah. Graham Central Station. It just fucked me up a little bit. And then I come to find out, and this is like the little, little, little like, like cherry on top. The Funk Hall of Fame is in downtown Dayton, Ohio. Uh-huh. Right across the street from Warped Wing Brewing. Guess I know God. where you're going to be going. I've go. literally walked past it going to get beer, and I walked past the fucking Funk well, Hall of Fame. Well, maybe it's not very big. Maybe it's like a door with a... It is a small storefront that opens up into like a big space. Like, and there's like a big rehearsal space and a meeting area. But like, I guess we know where you're going. Like, yeah, I'm definitely in, in yeah. a few weeks. I will be going there. There's also a, a record store in it, which oh. I'm looking at probably spending a fuck ton of money. You talk about Mother's Finest on that. I I actually uh, I was going to tell you that uh, I ordered uh, Mother's Finest did, record yeah. earlier today. Cool. I ordered that one. That what another from where from Mother the, for the, uh, Discogs. The, okay. Yeah, I couldn't find it? a. I couldn't find like, a brand new. Uh, it was like seventeen, eighteen bucks. It did say it was a good like mint, a, con, mint condition. Oh, really? Mint, mint condition vinyl. A little bit of damage on the uh, the deal, the uh, sleeve. Man, but when you get that, invite me over, man. I'm gonna. Have to I go. will absolutely do that, yeah. and I will just. People will be like, "What the fuck is this? What the funk? What the funk is this?" I don't know, but Paul's losing it over here. Check it out. He's drinking all kinds of. What the fuck was I drinking back then? Oh, I don't even know. I don't I, even know what I was drinking. Miller Light, probably. Probably, sure. Miller Lite, Jungle Juice. Yeah, definitely that. Yeah. Didn't I don't you guys know. have something else like Hunch Punch? Is that, was well, that they called it, it? called it Hunch Punch. But everybody had, we talked about that well, n- it, numerous times. And, on and show. Jungle Juice is like kind of one of those terms is like you probably shouldn't use it anymore because Jungle Juice has the connotation that it was made, quote, in the jungle, which would be a black yeah. neighborhood where black which people hang out. It's going away now. Did you hear the fucking, jungle's going away? So. In Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah and Amazon, the Amazon's on fire now, yeah. uh, awesome. and it's not. Hey, like, you know what this might do? It might, hey. it might, it, this might drive more jaguars up here. That'd be great. Well, they're pieces of shit. Like they're horrible cars. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude. Oh, but never mind. We can't because Trump's going to complete the wall, I, and now we can't have jaguars. Yeah, because jaguars Arizona. can't jump over an eighteen-foot wall. Okay. <laughs> 
and Mexicans can't either. Sure. Can we just talk about the fact that there is a there is a band on screen right now that has a lead singer that looks like metal version of of uh oh god, what's his name? Achy breaky heart guy. Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh. They're, that lead singer looks like Billy Ray fucking Cyrus. He has a ponytail mullet. I haven't seen that in nigh on a 30 years. Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty fucking terrible. With leather or whatever. I don't know if those are leather or pants or not. I can't quite tell. This. What the fuck? This is the worst looking band right, I've on. ever I've seen in my entire life. Up. I have to turn this up. People just bear with us. Okay, you're going to. I'm going to Shazam it and figure out who the fuck these people are. I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> Who is it? It's Queensryche. Oh. Yeah, that's why they all... It's like these guys all dressed up on Halloween and were going to a gay bar and a band broke out. Yeah. I'm bringing it down now. You know what I will say, though? Uh, no, I can't even say anything good about them. I hate their name. I don't like their music. I don't like the way they dress. I really don't like that guy's mullet ponytail. <laughs> and I like the fact that the... Look at the the lead guitarist... He's got a Slash thing going on, but he's not nearly good enough. Wait, but that was before Slash. This wasn't before Slash. Well, it might have been before Slash. Been. Yeah, you, you might have been. Okay, fair Slash enough. Slash might have seen this and going, you know okay. what? He's got that's a start. Slash didn't like pick up a guitar one day and then Guns N' Roses like existed. I understand. Dude was dressing like that before he was in Guns N' Roses. Okay. Sure. Can we just agree on that? But this is like a this is like a small version of the Slash look. You know, his hair's not quite as big. The hat's not quite as tall. I just can't get past that fucking ponytail mullet with his like cutesy little devil lock kind of curly. But like cute. his hair is 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 quaffed. Like if if you just cut off his ponytail, it is. It looks like it's. Oh, it looks like it's. Uh, you know, like uh, 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 what's the fucking group I'm thinking of now? Oh my god! Everybody wants to rule the world. He looks like kind of that guy. Like oh yeah, like, the uh, uh, the Tears for Fears. Tears it for does kind of look like that guy. Looks like that guy. If he were yeah, but it, but if he like, oh god, this guy. I can't, I can't look at anymore. I fucking I, I know you used to listen to this shit. Yeah, but 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 it was in the context of the, a fucking Camaro with T tops. I get it. Didn't have a Camaro. Had a Monte Carlo. Oh, that's somehow better. Had a seventy-one Monte Carlo. The Monte Carlo is. The, you had a seventy-one <laughs> Monte yeah, Carlo. Yeah. Wow, I bet you got all sorts of poontang there's that, one, didn't you? There's one in town. I've seen a 71 or 72 Monte Carlo in town. That, they're kind of rare right now. I kind of... Oh, are they? You, you yeah. know why? Because they're almost 50 years old. I, exactly. You're looking up 71 uh, Monte Carlo. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out what that body style is, if it's gigantic. it's it's Yes, it's large. And it was... I love that car. I really did. Was it a super sport? No, but I I stripped things off of it and was I was cleaning it up quite a bit. Oh yeah, you were you that the uh, uh, who started Lotus? Lotus, Bernie, something or other. Oh oh, uh, uh, with a uh, C. Colin Chapman. Yeah, Colin Chapman. Colin Chapman's quotes. One of my favorite quotes is, uh, and it applies to everything in your life. Is uh, they asked him, you know, how do you how did you build these cars, these race cars, so well, and they they race and they they win constantly. And he said, you simplify and then add lightness. Mm -hmm. Adding lightness. I like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is the opposite of that because it's a 71 Monte Carlo. <laughs> Good God. The doors were, it's, it was two door, of course. 
and which they are back then, and they were long. The doors are very much so long, and the hinges probably had to be tightened all the time, like the bolts. You had to; they they would always wear out. Yeah, you know the hinges were <laughs> they had they had no chance of surviving. I had a '76 Pontiac uh, Ventura which that had. Heavy. The, have you ever had to take the doors off of a car of that vintage and work on it or uh, something? Yeah, no, I have absolutely. Oh my god! Yeah, they're really heavy. They weigh over a hundred pounds. Like they're easily, easily. And, and easily. Mine was a four door, so like the the doors weren't as heavy. Yeah, yours being a two door, they're fucking oh, ridiculous. You, you couldn't do it without a floor jack. I mean, you really couldn't. You had to have a floor jack underneath there, and your friends and they're awful. Now Just it's Megadeth, horrible. and I'm okay with that. Megadeth's on. Like I think I've always felt like Megadeth was like the Walmart brands. Or like, a, what's the the great value? Oh, great, ver, value. great value version of Metallica, which I know is going to cause some fucking heat. Mister Larson's going to hit me up. He's like, "Good fuck bullshit," but it's <laughs> it's really you don't really sound like that, Kurt. I, I love you, but it it's if we it, they're just not good. I just don't fucking like. Have Megadeth. we uh, without talking about the actual thing? Have we convinced? Uh, Larson and Foss to do what we talked about. I hope that, so, that but I kind of want to call them out on it too. Okay. But I don't, I don't want to... Uh, you guys are going to find out about a special project. It was an idea that Paul had. Right. And, uh, I still like the idea. Trying to get somebody, uh, an artist, to sing an album. A certain from, thing. A certain album from beginning to, to end. I liked it, the idea when I was buzzed. I liked it when I was sober. I liked it on the weekend. I liked it when I woke up and went to sleep. I think it's still a good idea. In a house with a mouse. In a box with a fox. <laughs> All right. So are we done? Dave Mustaine. Fuck that guy. Anyway... Are we done? Yeah, I think so, because I'm about to have a stroke, I think. I'm not going to have a stroke. I will have a stroke later on by myself, but, like, I'm not having a stroke. What do you got, Paul? I got nothing. I got nothing. Mother's Finest. Yeah, just check it out. May have to listen to some of that tonight. Oh, it's getting you pumped up, music. It is a good fucking jam. It really is. I I was so pleasantly surprised, because I'd never... I've heard things that sounded like them, but not in, not not until like way later. They were very very much so like ahead of their time. Mm-hmm. So I'm stoked to get that record too, because I if I ever get a chance to play a DJ gig, which I I will work towards. I'm I've just been playing around with records for probably six or eight months now, but I'm starting to really have fun and kind of get in tune with it. And if I do an all funk show, Mother's Finest is going to be. Paid, I think if you're at a party. In, in in here, most people here would never have heard of Mother's Finest at all. But if you're at some party and then you put that on, people will hear in the background. But at, over time, when the song is playing, people go, this is fucking... This is really this fucking, is fucking good. Badass. It's danceable. And that woman's voice oh, yeah. is phenomenal. But there's a, a dude in the band that sings as well. I think the guitarist yeah, sings. Yeah. And he kills it too. Like, the, there's songs where she doesn't even sing. Right. And he does. So, uh, anyway. anyway. All right. Thanks for listening, done. folks. Y'all. Go listen to some funk. Y'all Get funked up. Y'all do something nice. Register to vote. Register to vote. And then don't um, vote. And then don't vote. Tip your uh, bartenders and your servers. And always. Your, and your hat. Tip your hat to the and ladies. And tip your hat to the ladies. <laughs> Cartoon Casual is out. Thank mm-hmm. you.